Welcome to Tales from Baja. We're in Valle Guadalupe today, and we're at Fauna, which is on the property of Bruma Vinicola. Um, we visited here a couple months ago, right? Yeah, I think we came out here. We were, well, we were really excited to come here because the pictures were, would always pop up on social media, on Instagram, and really gorgeous. It's very, the property is probably one of the most unique properties that we have seen. So, yeah, we came here a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday on our way home. We ended up meeting so many friends here. Yeah, we went to the uh, the bar that's right next to, to Fauna. We sit down at what is, I guess, like a communal table. Before we knew it, five minutes later, three or four guys from Los Angeles sat next to us. We had talked to them for about an hour. They left. Another group of five or six people. We must have been here for three hours. <laughs> yeah. That happens here. <laughs> yes, yes. And that voice you just heard is the executive chef here at Fauna, David Castro Husongs. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much yes, yes, for coming. Yes. We're excited to be here. Um, we're excited to talk to you. It's been a, uh, a big it's been a big year for you. I know we're only two, two or three weeks into uh, 2020, but you had a, a book come out. You were named uh, the number one restaurant in Mexico by wow. Culinaria Mexicana, correct? Yeah, Culinaria Mexicana, 120 um, San Pellegrino uh, Mexico restaurants. Uh, this is presented by San Pellegrino, uh, Espresso, and Don Julio Tequila. And it's, it's kind of like, uh, to understand, probably similar to James Beer in a certain way. Yeah. Like, th there is probably two or three big uh, awards in, in Mexico, and this is definitely one of, one of them, and we're really wow. excited. Um, and it was just last week, so we still have that adrenaline <laughs> popping. Uh, if you were here two hours ago, we just popped six bottles of champagne with the team and just like oh, shower ourselves. Nice. That. that was super nice, nice super fun. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Where was the, uh, the ceremony? Do they, it, uh, it was in Mexico City Mexico in the uh, San Reyes mm -hmm. Hotel. Mm -hmm. Cool. And were um, any other uh, restaurants in Valle Guadalupe honored? Yeah, uh, from Javier Plasencia, uh, Finca Altozano, and okay. Animalón. Okay. Uh, Deckman from, from Drew. Okay. And uh, Manzanilla uh, in Ensenada from okay. Benito Molina okay. and Solange. Benitos, sí. Awesome. Wow, well, how did um, well, thank that's, you. that's a big deal. Uh, very big. Very big. Very deal. big. Um, yeah. How did you get your start becoming a chef? I mean, and it could be going back to childhood. I don't mm -hmm. know. Like, yeah, I think it goes learn? it goes really back into into childhood and and uh, well, my my family side, both sides, uh, my dad and my my mom's, uh, they're they're chefs in family. There's uh my dad's side it was uh, a ranch where we grew uh, our cattle so we have uh, cows and and lamb like just free range at the at the ranch and that's where where I, I well i grew up in ensenada but i spent all my weekends down in the in the ranch so that was kind of like a connection from very very young you know like you mm -hmm. call it three four years old like you can see me like walking with the with the lamb and the cattle there and it's definitely like that cool. changes your your perspective of, of food also because you see the whole process there you know? yeah. you see the nice part a part where they're uh just just walking around and yeah and chilling and then the part where we sacrifice uh sacrifice our yeah. one or two animals right. uh, a week to, to feed us and to feed uh the the workers at, at the ranch you know? so I, I think that was very very important and seeing the whole process and not only what you call it, like 
the nice the nice part of it right yeah. <laughs> you mean the finished product yeah the yeah product. exactly finished goods yeah you, you get to see it i mean that's really what you it, it sounds like you got to experience that from a very young age now we look at it and we hear all the time you know from uh, you know, for farm to sale or, you know, farm seed, to table, farm yeah. to table, seed to sale, you know, all of those terms, uh, which now are very uh, popular, but it sounds like you really got, were able, lucky enough to live that. Well, yeah, the thing is like, uh, back in the day, uh, when, when I was a little kid, it was not too long ago, but still, uh, in, in Mexico at the time, uh, racing animal, like free range, it was, it was something that it was not. It was not cool. It was just yeah. what we had to do because we couldn't afford uh, <laughs> buying grains to, to feed the animals. So yeah. we could only afford to have a certain amount of uh, animals to eat the, the property. And that's what we, that's what yeah. we had. No? Right. Where, where was your ranch? This like from here is like three hours up uh, north off road, totally off road. Um, oh, okay. it's, it's really beautiful. You, you yeah. wouldn't think. Uh, steel Baja there is like pine trees, oh, really? snows, and it's still like it's uh, Sierra de Juarez. So you, yeah. if you see behind us that huge hill, yeah. you keep going back another hour and a half off road, totally off road. Uh, mm. You start going up, 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 up hill, yeah. and there that's we are. Where it is. Yeah, that's that's what the ranch is, and still it's still going on. We don't have animals anymore. There was a couple of drowns. Uh, and mm. like seven years ago, and we lost the whole everything awesome. it was like oh. yeah 500 uh, heads oh my gosh yeah, that was a lot <laughs> wow we uh a few weeks ago we interviewed uh, marcelo mm -hmm. castro from la cava de marcelo and ojos negros and that was interesting well, for us from ojos negros is an hour an hour from ojos okay. yeah from it's up like oh, okay. the mountains that you see go. from okay. from ojos negros yes. that's that's what the ranch is oh okay and oh. it's pretty Unusual, but Castro is not a very common name in that area, and we're not related. Probably we are, because uh, my last name is Castro, and yeah. and uh, also Marcelo's. But I, I don't know if we're related or not. This we, we have that conversation with, with him before. He his, so, and then this is, and I was actually wanting to ask you because um, uh, Castro, but Husong is an interesting last name, and I wanted to ask you what 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 roots is that? It seems like it's is German. German. Um, okay. My great grandparent uh, came from from Germany, moved to San Diego, and then from there uh, he came he came here a hundred and forty years ago, hundred forty five years ago. Mm. Yeah, like we were talking to Marcelo, and same thing with him. Like his great grandparents, grandpa came from Switzerland, and he started the big Swiss. Uh, cattle ranch, mm -hmm. you know, he's Swiss, but then he married, it was an interesting story, like, he married a woman, basically, it, 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 the, the Mexican side came from through marriage, Okay. yeah, and then now it's been, but it was in the family for, like, since, like, the early 1900s, so it's, it's really interesting to see all of the family, um, and then for, for any of our listeners, and we'll get to, 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 to talk about this, but you know, the, the Husong is a, has a very famous uh, location, right, which is Husong in Ensenada, um, and I'm assuming this is the same 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 family yeah okay. same family. Same family. Same family. i don't think yeah. it sounds like it, it, there's like too many who's uh, no that's <laughs> <laughs> when um when you started working as a chef um 
what are some of the restaurants you, you worked at prior to uh, starting Fauna? So, well, again, I started really uh, super young when I was uh, 14. I started in uh, family business. I started working with uh, my cousin. And and from there, uh, when I turned 18, I started working for the eighth day. That was my first, like, not family uh, mm -hmm. job. Yeah. And the, the, your, your, the real, so you started young. I started that, when that I was, was 14. Real yeah. 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 So when all my friends were like, out drinking I, I will go out but after working so yeah i'll go work from i think it was like seven to three four and sometimes and then sometimes a little later and <laughs> yeah but it was it was super fun and then yeah when i turned 18 i started working for for yay Tejas, the chef at laha and mm -hmm. i was with him for for a little time uh, i moved to mexico city with him to open Merotoro, mm -hmm. and yeah that was that was kind of like the restaurants in Mexico and then I moved to uh, I moved to Copenhagen to do a stash in Noma work after that at 11 Madison Park for a year uh, Blue Hill Stone Barns for another year Blue Hill in the city for six months uh, I was a chef de cuisine at Cala in San Francisco wow. for a couple of years and and then I, I mean, opened Fauna a lot. So, yeah, so <laughs> well I mean, those are like mecca, culinary meccas, right? Yeah. So the, all the all that experience that that you gathered, how much of that did you you bring to Fauna as far as the culinary style that that everyone's enjoying today? Yeah, I think you you learn from every experience that you have, and mm -hmm. and you bring a little part of those restaurants where you work in those flavors. I mean, you're what you learn. No? You. I think you can be born with with a talent, but it's something that you have to really like train mm -hmm. and do it every day in order to really like perfection that whatever thing that you're doing in, in life. Yeah, well, know? it's and, like and, 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 and the practice, yeah. and I and I think you yeah you carry you carry what you learn, and, and especially this 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 style these type of restaurants are like. Top top in the world, uh, you you bring a lot of things uh, with you, and then I think the my favorite part is just creating your own identity, your own style, and and I think that's what found us. Yeah, huh. and and I was gonna ask, so so how did that come about? So um, so first of all, so we can just explain to our listeners. So 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 was Broomer here first? Then found or, the, or, or or is that a, a at first was the hotel right well I, I mean you can't even call it a hotel when, when it started it was only uh, four four rooms, four rooms. Mm. yeah but it, it was called Casa Ocho still called Casa Ocho mm -hmm. uh, and that was the first project then then the restaurant and then a couple more rooms were built down so now it's seven rooms you can start to call it a boutique yeah. hotel <laughs> <laughs> right. and uh and the, the winery opened, restaurant opened. Uh, after that, uh, we built two BS with uh, eight rooms. So mm -hmm. I think now we now we have Bruma Hotel, Bruma Vinicola, and Fauna Restaurant. Wow. wow. And so did, uh, how old is Fauna? Fauna is going to be three years uh, three next years. July. Oh. In July, three years in July. Okay. And now did you come on board? Have yeah. you been here three years? So you opened it up. Yeah, I'm a partner here, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. nice, nice. Mm -hmm. So you you talked about taking different elements from 
the different restaurants that you worked with, the different chefs that you worked with. How would you describe your style, your culinary style here at, at Yeah, I think, I think you grab, uh, especially what I like to, to, to grab from, from the experiences is technique. Mm. You know, is, um, I learned a lot how to manage in these in this places. Uh, and some of them you learn the, the bad things, some of yeah. them you learn good, good mm -hmm. things. Um, but I, at the end, I think it's just the most important part about it's just doing what what you love and and expressing mm -hmm. who you are, and I think that's 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 what fauna is. It's uh, the food of fauna is the expression of who I am, uh, at least on the savory side. And I think my wife on the on the dessert part, she feels the same way. I think she presents uh, probably for her mm -hmm. a little bit more of a of a relaxed Maribel. Because she's a little bit more uptight, I'm definitely more <laughs> relaxed. But I think, uh, <laughs> I think Fauna is a little bit more me. And and right now we we are working on on on, uh, on building a a bakery for her, so she can express 100% uh, mm -hmm. who she is there. But I I, I think Fauna is, is is definitely you can see on her this year that as her, but in a in a relaxed version of right. of she. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's you guys obviously won a, a very prestigious award here recently, um, and so there's a lot of success that you've had over the years, and it, you know, kind of culminating in this award uh, a week or two ago. But for everybody, there's always challenges, right? There, it, you don't go from zero to winning the best restaurant in Mexico overnight. There's a lot of challenges there. Are there? Can you talk about any of the challenges that you faced over the last two, Yeah, I think two, if you years? face challenges every single day that you come to work, every day you're not working, uh, it's, it's a living being. A restaurant is definitely a living being. Uh, in this case, with 60, uh, with 60 employees, it's definitely... It's like having 60 children. It's, it's having 60 children, but at the same time, it's... it's uh, I think something that is very important about about Fauna is that we like to learn from every single um, part of of the team. Mm -hmm. So more than children, I I think I see them like almost like my brothers. Uh, Partners, or, yeah, like brothers. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's more like a brotherhood, and and of course you have the the brother that is uh, a disaster. You have to take care of him, and then you have the brother that is like super talented, and yep. and, and and almost you have to take care of him because he's so talented. You have to be like, okay, here, come, I give you some love and, yeah. and relax, and we're gonna do this together. But no, and, and you have to like, but, but but yeah, definitely there is there is challenges every day, and and. No life is perfect. And mm -hmm. Well, in restaurants, you know, I, 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 I came from, uh, I had a, a long career in wine and spirits in all of California. So I sold wine and up and, you know, all the way. I mean, the, to actually the whole Pacific Northwest. And so I spent a lot of time with, with restaurants. And yeah, it is a family. You spend a lot of time mm -hmm. here. Um, and it, it is, you know, the, the, the feeling that you get when you come to a restaurant, though, in Valle, is very different. It, like you said, it's got it's got that relaxed atmosphere, yet everything around you is so beautiful, from the people um, to the architecture to the everything that's living around, the plants, the the wine. So it's a very unique experience. Can you tell us, growing up here, you know, at what point in this what I could consider 
the growth and the boom of Valle, were, were you the most attracted? Like, were you, was there a certain point where you were like, okay, I, I, I've got to, this is it. I, I mean, or did they, or, or, did they or, or was it organic, or they, was that opportunity that came to you, or were you kind of? I, I was living in San Francisco at the time, okay. and I had no idea that Valle was having a, a boom, and I think. Um, I didn't realize until we actually open. <laughs> if I knew that before, I have done things very different, uh, for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, so we opened the restaurant thinking uh, it was going to be a 40-seat restaurant. Uh -huh. uh, so I built a kitchen for 40 guests. Yeah. And then we realized, like, oh my god, we are full and we have a really long list and, and, and the restaurant was really big. so. We start growing and, and grow the kitchen and we grow everything. And probably it was really nice doing it that way because you will learn doing mistakes, but only f with 40 guests and yeah. not with <laughs> the 120 that we do now, yeah. which is like, it's a lot less mistakes if you go yeah. by the percentage. You know? it's like <laughs> so true. So true. So true. Now, now um, when it comes to the design of, of the restaurant, um, did you have some creative input? And can you tell us, like, is there a team or a particular person? Well, I, I think the design is definitely, um, I'll say probably of 80% Alejandro da Costa, which is, was, was the architect, and he built everything. No, I think the other 20%, it was a lot, my, my partners and my, my wife and I. Uh, and from my partners Juan Pablo and Virginia, I think they, they do a lot of big input in the in the design and and and, and some of like key points of what we're gonna be uh, doing. I, don't know, I think yeah, it was it's, it's it's definitely a a work from from a lot a lot of heads. Uh, mm -hmm. But Alejandro Acosta was definitely the most uh, influential for for the design of the of the restaurant, and then. Uh, and then we did the final touch. Nice, yeah, nice. the final touch. So, um, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, you winning the restaurant of the year, but you also had something else pretty special happen over the last week or so. Uh, you're publishing a new book, right? Yeah, it's, it's actually my first book. Um, oh, first book, yeah. Very, okay. very excited. It's not, uh, it's not out yet. It's only pre-sale. Okay. And we're super excited. It's, it's, a, it's a book about Baja. It's a book about us, everybody. It's not yeah. a book about about me, myself, and I. Yeah. <laughs> Probably one day I'll do one, but right right now it's a uh, it's it's a book about all of us, which uh, which I think called? is uh, it's called um, the Baja Cookbook. Baja Actually, it's the Baja California Cookbook. Yeah, but I'm not sure it's gonna go down to really the Baja Cookbook for like you know the day day to day. Uh, I saw it, um, and it's very gorgeous. It, Thank you. It, it really like it's it, it's like a, it's a perfect addition to any you know coffee table. Uh, you know it, that's that gorgeous. Like that's something that you it's really very cool. like. You want out. Like you have people over. You want to have friends over. You want to entertain. That's definitely a book that you want. Out. Absolutely, and also it's a, it's a book with uh, I will say ninety nine percent of the recipes are home safe or home cooking safe uh really easy to uh that's what i was going to ask you was are, are the because we saw we saw the book but we didn't thumb through it are the recipes oh, yeah. from fauna or are they just so, okay. from like 
some of some of the recipes some of the recipes are from from fauna uh some some others are a lot more uh simple and just like huevos con machaca so some 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 recipes are like going to be like very traditional some are uh meant for just for what you said like if you're going to have a, a party of some friends coming over how to do something really easy yeah. and and fun yep. uh i th i think it should be a must in uh in your like home yeah, yeah. recipe in your kitchen, yeah. in your kitchen? Yeah. i was Absolutely. thinking um it would be a pretty cool present you know whether it's a christmas present or a birthday present or whatever for somebody yeah. you know um Uh, you know, especially like I'm looking at Adriana right now because all of our <laughs> friends, all of our family, they they know we love Baja California. They know we come down here once or twice a month and, and we meet with cool people like yourself, chef. And um, so I think I think we're going to have to buy a few. <laughs> and, and give yeah, them I, I also think it's a great gift. You're sometimes you're invited to a house and, and yeah. you know, and. And you don't know what to bring, mm -hmm. or they ask you like, "Oh, don't bring anything. Don't worry." And that's, I think that's a very like a cool nice, idea. nice present. And also, it's a really good price point for for a cookbook. I was really surprised when when I saw the the price. I think is 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 really good price. Uh, what what is it going to retail it's, for? It's thirty dollars retail okay, cool. for presale. I don't know if that's going to be the same price uh, after presale goes out, but right now it's thirty dollars. So. Uh, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon okay. the Baja California cookbook, yep. Yep. and I guarantee you they're really easy recipes. Uh, we tested here at the restaurant with okay. uh, a cook that had just graduated from from school, with not really like a, too much too much experience. She crushed all the recipes, did awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, she did a really good uh, part of the of the book. Actually, cool. uh, some of it is is definitely dedicated to, to her. She pushed a lot to uh, to this book. And uh, and then a couple more friends with no restaurant experience at all, not mm -hmm. even like not school, nothing. Yeah, uh, a lawyer. Yeah, and and another friend. The 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 recipes at home, crush them. Yeah, taste them, and they they work out great. So I, they're proof. Like what they, what like how did it get to the point where you said I, I'm gonna publish a cookbook? Did someone come to you, or did you come up with it in your head, or how'd that work? Well, I think this goes back to your first question about the the, the boom here in, in Baja, mm -hmm. and and this was the case that actually uh, they they approached us in, into doing a, a Baja California uh, cookbook, which I was really interested. Probably if they told me like oh, we want a book about this and that, I'll be like yeah. Right now, probably I wouldn't be wouldn't be the, the perfect time because it was a lot of a lot of work well you can imagine uh oh, yeah. Yeah. Book is, is definitely a lot of a lot of work especially for jay uh the writer uh co-author i mean he he worked a lot and i think for both of us just being a baja book pushes to do it and and do it really really nice and, and giving a hundred percent of us uh, mm -hmm. to it Um, I was just watching this at this show. I think it was like yesterday, and somebody asked Martha Stewart, and they said um, the, the number one question was, "When you go to a dinner party, what should you bring?" And so now that I, is I, that's exactly what you're saying. Like this is exactly what you could bring. Like you're, it, it, that's exactly what. That's a perfect gift. Yeah, you know, because so often, what, what do most people probably bring? A bottle of wine. 
yeah. which people enjoy, and, and that's great. Well, you can bring a bottle of wine and the book. And the book. <laughs> <laughs> we can have a bottle of Bruma Ocho. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. By the way, is what we're drinking now. Yeah, it's and good. Yeah, and, and the, the, yeah, tell us about the wines also, um, because that that it, it what we're drinking. I mean, it's so delicious, and you have you know a, a winery right here on the property that people can come, and we're looking at. I mean, right now it looks like you're going to. Are you going? Is this? You, is this you guys? No, this is actually in front of us. It's not a property. Everything else that you see from the entrance yeah. here yeah. Is, is ours. Just this property in front of us is, is not ours. But yeah. Are they going to do? Yeah, they're, they're our neighbors, really good really good friends, and they're going to uh, plant new, new grapes, and they're going really hard. We, we grew our, our winery uh, two-thirds, so it was, a, it was very important uh, because as... I don't know if you saw the menu, but right now we only have four, four, um, four, four, no, four labels. Uh-huh. Uh, we should have six, but two already sold out. Mm-hmm. And I think we're selling out this weekend two more uh, labels. Wow! So with the growth, uh, I think by February we're gonna have the new the new release, and we're gonna be in better shape. As uh, Lourdes Martinez Ojeda is her winemaker. She worked uh, in France. I think over 10 years. Um, so it's, it's really interesting because she's also one of the like oldest families here in in, nice. in Baja and in Ensenada. Uh, friends with my family for many years and it's really cool. Same story, she went out, worked at some of the, base, the best uh, wineries around the world, studied and now she's here back home doing what she loves and doing great wine. Yeah. Well, you know, I love, I, I think that there is, um, you know, obviously the reason why we do this podcast is because we really do love to, to learn in more detail about what it is and why, you know, Baja California is so unique in, in world internationally. And just to hear the stories about people like yourself that are local, that were raised here, and get to like, you know, get to, for all of you that got to like experience the world and, and all of that it, it, it had to offer you and come back home and to watch what's happening is, 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 is really uh, amazing. Um, yeah, it's a cool story. Um, when you look at Valle de Guadalupe, having been here basically since you're a kid from Ensenada, um, where, where do you see Valle in like five years? Because we've seen the change in Valle over the last five or six years, how I it's grown. That, I think that really depends on, on us. Hmm. On, on us, on, um, on everybody is listening to us and the people are investing here is how you want to do things, which type of restaurant you want to support, what type of food you want to eat when you come here, what type of wine you want to have when you're coming here, you know. Unfortunately, uh, that happens everywhere. There's some products that, for me, they're not, they don't belong here. They're not telling a, a story. And there's some other products that I think they're doing some really interesting, delicious uh, wine, delicious food, uh, honest food. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, world is not perfect. Humans are yeah. not perfect, so that happens everywhere. You can, you can go everywhere and be like, oh, I love every single place that is in there. Um, as long as we keep supporting the the, the spots that are doing 
Yeah, the, the, the local community of people that, that, that have been doing it for a long time, it seems. When we interview some of the other people that have been here for a long time, like 30, 40 plus years, they're very protective over this valley. Like, I know that some of the people that we talk to that have been here for a long time, there's a lot of sometimes, you know, controversial, you know, controversy with people that are moving in too big, that wanting to grow too fast, and wanting to, you know, there, there's some of that. It seems like, it almost seems like it's a generational thing. Like I said, some of the older folks... I- are, are and you know are I really think the problem is not growing because we all know that's going to happen mm-hmm. you know that that's happening in the world so mm-hmm. we we know growth is something is coming but the problem is how are we going to grow mm-hmm. you know uh, the problem is not how big you are the problem is like what are you doing mm-hmm. in that big space what are you doing with the big wine what are you doing with mm-hmm. the big restaurant you know mm-hmm. you're really doing something that that it, you're proud of as long as you're doing something you're proud of, I mean, who are you to judge, no? But it, yeah. it, I feel really proud of what I do here. I feel really proud about what Lulu does at the, at the winery. And I think our hotel is really beautiful. So that's that's what I'm going to keep pushing for. And hopefully we keep growing. And I really welcome anybody that's coming to Valle Guadalupe, new, old, that is here, that's been here for a long time or not. Whatever they come to do, just do something that you feel proud of. Mm-hmm. Well, we're proud of you, man. Thank uh, you. You've done a great job here. You know, the success is evident in the, the awards and, you. and your cookbook and all of that. Um, we thank you so much for your time, especially on a day where you're celebrating yeah. being the number one restaurant in Mexico. <laughs> you're taking a little time out of your day to, to no, be no with problem. us. Um, you. you can follow Chef uh, David Castro Husong on Instagram. It's his name, David Castro Husong. Uh, you can check out Bruma Casa 8, Bruma Vinicola, Fana Restaurante, all on Instagram. Super cool pictures. You're going to want to come after you check out those handles. But um, we thank you so much for your time. Thank, no, thank you, you, Chef. Thank you. Happy thank New you. Year and congratulations. Thank you. de la guitarra mía al despertar la mañana quiere cantar su alegría a mi tierra